Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome again to another fun-filled episode of In Black and Right, here on a WTF Friday! Yes, folks, we have reached the end of a crazy week, but none crazier than I'd say about the last, oh, I don't know, 24 hours? or so or maybe around 12 to 18 hours but anyway my friends we will get into all the fun things a little post hearing analysis which really isn't going to be that much fun but before we get into it i just want to once again say hi i am jerry brooks your host the baby-faced assassin of conservatism fighting for free speech freedom of thought and all the other freedoms of our beloved and wonderful constitution and your tour guide through the alternate universe which is not only joe biden's america but also today the january 6th kangaroo court i wouldn't really call it much of a committee but you know and and i don't even really like calling it a kangaroo court either because that's an insult to kangaroos everywhere especially our friends in Australia and New Zealand. So, and before we get into that, also if you just want to send us questions, comments, or anything, uh, in black and right at gmail.com is our email address, or you can check out our website in black and right.net. And also you can find us on Facebook, in black and right on Facebook, Instagram, and also Getter and Rumble. So, yes, the big event, the big extravaganza in prime time, the January 6th committee hearings. Oh, dear God. Yeah, to say it was a disappointment would be the understatement of the 21st century. Here you have the corporate legacy media absolutely just hyping this thing up, salivating at what the all-knowing, all-powerful committee was going to say in prime time. And frankly, it was a dud. It was an absolute dud. I watched some of it, and I could only watch so much before... I started feeling rather violently ill because it was everything I thought it would be and then some. It was a clown car show. One clown after another. Benny Thompson, the committee chair, bloviating and obfuscating for some 45 minutes. Then you had uh, Nancy Pelosi's new gal pal. It was is Toast Cheney, and she is Toast in Wyoming, trust me on this one. Latest internal polling has her down 28 points at least to uh, Harriet Hageman, her uh, primary opponent. Oh, but 
and listening to her, it's almost like I would prefer nails on a chalkboard. And of course, the post-hearing analysis by the mainstream media was predictably annoying. I mean, I'll, I'll give you some examples, or at least an example, because I don't really want to spend a lot of time on this, that's for sure. But apparently from uh, CNN politics, they offered their takeaways from the committee hearing. And it was disgusting. I mean, from visceral footage revives January 6th horrors. I'm like, horrors? I mean, my goodness, folks. I mean, is this like Friday the 13th or something? Horrors. I mean, it was terrible, yes. It was terrible. And I do not, and I never have condoned any of the violence that was done on that day. And many conservative commentators and networks said the same. They did. And they were very clear about it. There was no ambiguity. They do not condone violence like this. And it was awful. And yes, it was even worse when Ashley Babbitt was murdered. Emphasis on murdered by that goofy black police officer for the Capitol Police, Lieutenant Byrd. I don't care if he was black. The man, everybody I know who's been in law enforcement said that was a unnecessary shooting. It was not justified. So there's that great takeaway. Also, Trump didn't want to stop the riot, according to CNN. I'm going, uh, that's total bull. We've got his tweet saying to peacefully protest we've got it and didn't want to stop the riot excuse me again more news that came out that Trump had ordered on January 2nd four days before ordering some 20,000 National Guard troops to the Capitol 20,000 troops and he did it four days before it happened so this Trump didn't want to stop the riot crap proud boys and oath keepers take center stage was another sad pathetic attempt by the mainstream media to make this not just a uh a, a slam fest on president trump but the entire MAGA america first movement so the proud boys and the oath keepers okay now, as far as the Oath Keepers, uh, the Proud Boys, its leader, Enrique Tarrio, has, is already sitting in Washington, D.C., Gitmo, and he's been charged with sedition. And so were several other leaders of the Oath Keepers were uh, charged with similar things. Here's the problem. One of the questions that never got answered by the committee or anybody else where the hell is a ray epps he's in arizona he was there there is plenty of video footage plenty of it of him on january 5th encouraging people that yeah we're going to go into the capitol tomorrow that was on the 5th on january 6th day of he was certainly involved and was caught on videotape 
doing some things that were a little bit more than a little sketchy actually you know getting people to encourage them to go into the capital so whatever you know and now of course you know here comes the heartstrings the capital police officers gripping testimony what gripping testimony you want to talk about the capital police let's talk about who was the capital police officer the short police officer who ushered people in waving them through after remove, removing the barricades hmm how about that how about who were the Capitol Police officers that just simply let folks just sashay and walk on in to the Capitol, unchallenged, unaccosted, and uncontested? Hmm? Who were they? And who were the three Capitol Police officers who conveniently removed themselves from blocking a door and just moments later, Ashley Babbitt was shot dead, murdered by a Capitol cop. No, this is not about gripping testimony. This is about people who had their own agendas, their own personal hatreds and biases, and all of a sudden it's like we're expected to take them as, oh, these poor victims. Poor victims, my ass. Pardon my French. I said, no. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not the, what about the four Capitol Police officers who brought their sob stories? And they were Trump haters. And now they're being seen at things like the White House Correspondents' Dinner and so on and so forth. I said, no, this is not Capitol Police. This is the cops. These are Keystone cops. And Just the News, John Solomon's organization, had already reported that there was an internal review by the Capitol Police examining all the intelligence and security failures on that day. So, oh, this poor gripping testimony from a Capitol cop. Big freaking deal. Big freaking deal. It doesn't mean anything. So, now, of course, another piece of crap. Pardon me. Trump's team and family turn against him which also included his daughter Ivanka. I'm like, <laughs> right. His own daughter turning on him. Uh, Jason Miller, who was a senior advisor to President Trump, who was the CEO of Getter. Uh, no, sorry. Now, Bill Barr is a whole different ballgame. As Attorney General... He, he, was an, he essentially was a never-Trumper when it was needed the most. And he certainly didn't do a hell of a lot when it came to Hunter Biden and his laptop. And, don't even, and please don't even get me started about the FBI and the Department of Injustice. That was just a straight-up mess. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Staffers fled top uh, GOP rep... Uh, McCar Kevin McCarthy, but GOB turned back to Trump. Uh, I don't know what the heck that means, but because it's coming from CNN, uh, that's crap too. Not going to get under that. Pence, not Trump, called for help. Again, BS. Total BS. 
Vice President Pence, I don't know what, he, he was supposed to be taking care of things in the Senate, but apparently not. It's like, no, whatever. Trump wanted the troops there. He wanted the National Guard. But Pelosi and D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, no, they didn't want nothing. They wanted nothing to do with this. And frankly, the sergeant at, of arms, sergeant at arms of the House, who reports directly to Pelosi, I'm like, hey, dude, you knew what was coming. You were getting assessments from an intelligence from the FBI. You knew things were coming, but you, what were you doing? I mean, did you tell Nancy Pelosi? Did you tell the speaker? Did you? So no, I'm sorry. Now, that, that's more crap. I mean, this is what CNN took from it. But, of course, CNN, yeah, mm-hmm. That's not exactly, shall we say, an, a news organization that is, shall we say, the most uh, honest, uh, very little integrity, if any at all. And with the new bosses at CNN, just as a little bit of a side note, <laughs> Woo, baby, you go woke, you could be out on the streets looking for a new job. And apparently, see, the new owners of CNN aren't taking, they aren't taking any crap anymore. It's like you got to start acting like some real journalists being objective and dispassionate and stop being activists for, and mouthpieces for the Democrat National Committee and actually be reporters, otherwise, you're done. I'm like, wow, that would be fun. Let's see how Wolf Blitzer and Jake Tapper and some of these other yahoos deal with that. So, I'm just going to leave it at that. That was, it was a ratings disaster. It was a political disaster. It didn't change anybody's minds. And anybody who knows better, I mean, the people who were there on January 6th because they felt and knew, maybe not with a whole lot of evidence, but they knew something was wrong, and, this, uh, and they were upset about the steal. So, forget that. Uh, I'm kind of done with that nonsense. But here's something of real importance that is really, that is actual fact. Not this, uh, oh my gosh, I don't even know what you could call it, but if you have to get a former ABC News executive to stage and produce this, and it still turned into a flop, even with teleprompters and all this video evidence, I mean, we all, anybody who's been paying attention to this already knows the, the January 6th committee can't be trusted. They've already been proven to have taken evidence and altered it. Now, if this was a criminal trial, that would be called evidence tampering. And it is a felony. But because there are, the committee has no ability to prosecute, I mean, sure, the best they can do is send over referrals to their good buddy, the pencil-neck elitist piece of crap known as Merrick Garland, the uh, the Attorney General, but, oh well, done with that. Ugh. So, 
let's get on to some real news. So this can't be helpful for the Democrats. It can't be really helpful. <coughs> Sorry. Because the, the economic numbers are now out. Now, when inflation just a m couple of months ago went from 8.3 to 8.1, what did we hear from the media, the business media and, and Democrats or Democrats? They, oh, yay, things are getting better. Things are getting so much better. Happy talk, happy talk, happy talk. No. It was a crock then, it's a crock now. Today, the U.S. inflation rate soars to 8.6%, the highest level in 41 years. This cannot be helpful. In fact, I know it's not helpful. Now, you've got Biden out in L.A. with this Summit of the Americas, and <laughs> California is enough of a mess. And yet, now, all this stuff that he's been feeding people, like, oh, you know, oh, we're okay, we're going to get better, or now it's turned into, well, we're just going to have to just deal with this until we can, it's like, no, Joe, you screwed up again. Your people in the treasury, in commerce, everything else, they are screwing the pooch so bad they're making a dog breeder cry. And you're just there doddering along, being propped up by the media and your mental minions on your mental midgets and minions on your staff. No, no, no. 8.6% inflation in the month of May. Now, rem now, just coming up here, we're only about less than three weeks away to the end of the month which will be the end of the second quarter. Now, I'm, I personally, because not being an economic genius, but something really tells me we are in a recession. We're are in a, we are definitely in a recession because the dictionary definition of a recession is two straight quarters back-to-back -back of, econ of economic negative growth negative growth for two straight quarters qualifies as a recession and at the rate we're going oh yeah the consumer price index 8.6 percent now that's a huge jump really going from 8.3 to 8.6 it's only three percentage points but consider where we are now We've got an economy that's a full-blown freefall, and a, it's a mess. That's reality. Not this January 6th crap. That's a really demented fantasy put forth by delusional, deranged, narcissistic, really huge pains in the butt. This is what America is, is focusing on right now. Consumer prices up. Gas prices, up. Food prices, up. Housing prices, up. Utility prices, up. Because in a state like Florida, as we're in the summer, it's going to be hot, it's going to be humid, air conditioning 
<laughs> is going to be like working some serious overtime if you're not actually on a beach trying to cool off in the ocean. It's a mess. It is a full-blown mess. That is the hard reality that everyday Americans are having to face. None of this January 6th crap. This 8.6% inflation, highest in over 40 years, and nobody gave a rip about January 6th. That was a year and a half ago. People have moved on. They've made up their minds. And for those who are easily influenced or the low information voter, or they're just plain sheep, you know, yeah, they do exist, but they're not really a factor in this one. And, and frankly, as I said on yesterday's broadcast, uh, the fact that you have Crybaby Kinsinger, who is retiring because he's been redistricted out. Uh, yeah, he's pretty much, he's toast. Liz Cheney, she's definitely carrying a whole bunch of butter and jam because that girl is toast. So it was essentially nine Democrat, nine delusional Democrats, and you know, Bern, uh, Benny Thompson, the chair, you had Jamie Raskin, it's like white elitist and a royal pain in the butt pontificating and doing his little part in this really bad acting job of political theater. And I've seen a lot of political theater in my day. I have. Almost tw pushing 30 years worth. And I'm thinking to myself, you got to be kidding me. And I was in show business. I was an actor. And I would see some of that and I'm just going, ugh, are you serious? Nobody should be doing that. But, well, we move on. So, yes. Oh, my goodness. This is crazy. I mean, it is crazy. We've got runaway inflation, an economy that's a mess, a southern border getting ready for Invasion USA, that migrant convoy, or the, just the march of the illegal immigrants, are in Mexico, and they're starting to veer off in other directions according to latest reports. They're heading for Texas, they're heading for Arizona because apparently there's a huge gap in the wall around Yuma, southern Arizona. They're going as many places as they can. They're waiting, and, and, they're, and in some cases they're not even waiting for Title 42 to expire. They're just going to go. We've got Invasion USA, folks. It's coming. It's coming and it's, and it's growing. But we don't have people who have the stones or the spine to call it an invasion. And shame on Texas. Shame on Arizona. New Mexico, mm, they have a Democrat governor right now. Hopefully they'll have a Republican come November. But yeah, if you, if you don't have the political will to call something like this an invasion, then you get what you deserve. I'm, I know that sounds really hard, but I'm not being nice. I'm, I am not going to be nice about this. I am not going to sugarcoat the realities that we are facing and are going to face as the summer continues. And yes, 
Here we are on June the 10th, 20 days until the Supreme Court finishes its session, and they still have, and I have a feeling they're going to be waiting to release their decision on Roe v. Wade on, on the final day, and so they can get them, their families the heck out of there and go into some type of hiding because, as I warned people, the protests at the private residences of these six conservative justices, and they've already started on Amy Coney Barrett. And they've already had, even though just hours after the police caught this goofed up California kid who was seriously wackadoodle with a gun and with all kinds of things, wanting to kill Justice Kavanaugh. And Nancy Pelosi holds up a bill that was passed 100 to 1, in, actually 100 to 0, in the Senate to give more protection to the justices and to their families. But they're holding it up in the House. I'm thinking to myself, okay, what are you trying to achieve here? More left-wing sponsored violence? Egged on by people like former White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, Senate, uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, he's part of it. Oh yeah, it's like you will pay the price. You will reap the whirlwind. Those are terms that were used by Schumer to Gorsuch, to Kavanaugh, and to, they better, they better uphold Roe v. Wade. And the only person that I've seen so far from the high court that really isn't the least bit intimidated is, of course, Clarence Thomas. Now, there's a guy who's been through some stuff, and he is not going to in any way allow himself to be manipulated, to be intimidated, or anything else. So, hopefully the rest of the court will learn something from Justice Thomas. But this notion that comes from the media that, oh, it's like, oh, every both sides do it. I said, really? Bring the receipts, media. Don't just make a broad brush statement. I have never heard of pro-lifers going out to Sotomayor's house or Elena Kagan's private residence and trying to protest them. I said, no, 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 no. It's like, no, no, no. I, I'm not buying that one bit. And if there were, if there were conservatives, Republicans, MAGA folks, Trump supporters, if they did that, you would be, you, the legacy media would be blasting it online, on air, anywhere you could. So frankly, I'm calling you out for the liars that you are. Bring the receipts, sweetie. Bring it. Because this is not what conservatives do. They don't do this. Trump supporters don't do this. Tea Party people didn't do it back in the day. They just didn't. So this nonsensical idea that, oh, well, conservatives do it too, and the GOP and conservative media hides it, I'm like, uh-uh. No, no, no. 
I do not buy that one single solitary bit. And I'm still warning folks, and I'm going to keep doing it, till somebody starts to put two and two together. The, the protests at the private residences is only the start. Now we've entered the next phase. Now we've got people attempting to assassinate these people. I'm like, oh baby, mm-mm, no, 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 no. And if, and if the high court does rule and overturns Roe v. Wade and sends it back to the states, which it should have from the beginning, my friends, what happened at Brett Kavanaugh's home in Maryland is only going to be the first of many, many attempts to go after the, the justices. Now, there are all kinds of reports from all over the country of crisis pregnancy centers type of uh, organizations that are pro-life. Their offices have been vandalized, graffiti everywhere. Some of them have been firebombed. And yet, uh, no, sorry. Well, you see, the, both sides do it. I said, really? Until you can produce for me some pro-lifer who firebombs a Planned Parenthood, please. I mean, I, I've never heard it. I've never heard of it at all. So, no, 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 no. This is more media BS. Don't buy it. But there is trouble coming. It's going to come from the left, the militant, deranged, psychotic left. And they're going to try to say, oh, no, so's your old man. Both sides do it. I said, mm-mm, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, this is not what pro-life patriots do. And try to hold this whole white supremacy thing, please spare me. I'm a, I'm a fifth-generation Southerner, okay? I do have an idea, and my family does too, of what white supremacists actually do, okay? I mean, so stop this. Just, all I simply say, my friends, be prepared. Do not be surprised with what you see, especially when the final ruling comes from the high court. Just overturn the thing and let it, and let the chips fall where they may. And yes, this is going to be an excrement hitting the fan kind of a moment. But it's now time to be a voice. It is definitely time to be a voice. And have some courage. Have some steel in your spine. Be like the mama bears at these school board meetings. They're not afraid at all. I mean, they are just not afraid. I mean, I would love to buy all these ladies like a steak dinner because they are not putting up with cr this crap going on in schools and they're they're just not. And now they want to be laid and now the government is going to label them as domestic terrorists when you've got real domestic terrorists going after Supreme Court justices harassing them, attempting to assassinate them at their private residences in direct violation of long-standing federal statute? Merrick Garland, you are a wuss. 
FBI, same. Department of Justice or Department of Injustice, whichever you prefer, hey, you are pathetic as well. Do your dang jobs. Enforce the law. The selective lawlessness that you're getting into will come back one day and it will bite you hard. It'll bite you really stinking hard. And when Trump gets back into the White House, I say, hey, have at, Mr. President. Have at. Take the whole stinking thing on and purge it. Get rid of Christopher Wray. Get an attorney general that's going to absolutely bust heads. Now, I have a few ideas of my own on that, but, but we'll get into that later. So, for now, folks, if you thought the January 6th primetime hearings were a dud, you were absolutely correct. If you didn't watch it, all the better. It avoided you either getting really mad or really sick. So, with that in mind, more things are going to be coming. It's more things are going to be coming. It's not going to be pretty. But just continue to be a voice. Be aware. Stay vigilant. Because it's going to get worse before it gets better. But it will get better. So on that note, my friends, I'm just going to say thank you so much for listening. Have yourself a fantastic weekend. I look forward to seeing y'all on Monday unless there's some breaking news and I'll be doing a special weekend edition. But for now, have yourself a great day. Enjoy uh, what's coming. And I uh, will talk to y'all on Monday. And remember, as always, patriots come in all colors.